Welcome to episode number seven of That's a Shame with Nick Alex. Nick Alex, two first names, baby. What a fucking nightmare that was growing up. Anyone else, anyone listening have two first names as well? Just the amount of shitty small talk I had to endure growing up with two first names. It's just, it's an easy end to a conversation, I guess, for people who have nothing in their head. Oh, two first names, it's fucking, yeah, you can't trust somebody with two first names. Why not? Where did that saying come from? What? I might lie to you about which one is the first? Huh? I never, where, I've never heard that saying used in intelligent conversation or, you know, context outside of stupid fucking small talk. Great. There are great people who have two first names. Larry David, he might be the king of them all. Comedic genius. Kevin James went to my high school. I'm going to have success, if anything. Two first names, you're going to be a famous comedian, should be the saying. Steve Martin, sold out arenas. Jennifer Lawrence, I'll throw a chick in there. It doesn't really, it's not online with... These other people that I was mentioning, but you know, she's successful. You can't trust a person with two first names. Anne Frank. What about Anne Frank? You're saying she was full of shit? Anybody who's ever said to me, you can't trust someone with two first names, guess what? You're a Holocaust denier. How does that feel? Think she was sitting up there in the fucking attic, scribbling lies? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's what the saying should be. It should be the opposite of anything. Two first names. Fucking trustworthy. Believe anything they say. Oh, God. How was your week, guys? Was it good? Was it enjoyable? Mine was fine. I don't want to talk about it. I got to bring up COVID every episode, but that's just what fucking life is now. It's all about COVID and the vaccine is coming out and everyone's talking about whether they're going to take it or not. And uh, I'm I'm probably not going to take it because I don't I'm untrustworthy and skeptical. And that's just how I've been living my life, though. Like I buy vegetables that are organic because I don't trust farmers. Right. But you can't. I have friends who start their mornings with a bowl of tricks and they're like, I don't. I don't trust what's inside this vaccine. You've never cared about what you put in your body. All right? I was FaceTiming with a friend the other day. I'm not even kidding. We were talking about whether or not we would take the vaccine. And obviously I said no. He said no. And then he stopped the conversation to get halal from a streetcar in New York City in the, man, in the middle of a pandemic. You can't do both of those. You can't have it both ways. You either eat organic and you're against the vaccine or you're okay with rat hair infused fucking rice with white sauce and you're pro-vaccine. You can't do both. It doesn't make sense. You're not, your priorities aren't in order. You sound like an idiot. Take the vaccine and die, but at least make, be logical while you do it. I think that's how you got to live your life. 
Do whatever you want to do, but everything's got to add up. Oh, God damn it. It's so... I should probably mention we're filming. I'm filming this episode, everybody. If you want to go over to YouTube and watch me fucking move around like a psycho inside of my fucking apartment, which is not clean except for the area in which I'm sitting and filming. It is impossible. Dude, it's impossible to keep your apartment clean. You can either be successful or have a clean apartment. You can't accomplish both. It's one or the other. Keeping a clean apartment takes your up all your fucking time. Takes up all your time. That's why the rich keep getting richer. They can afford cleaning ladies. And you're a lot more productive when your surrounding area is much, is immaculately cleansed. Dude, I spend fucking half my day unloading and loading the dishwasher. Washing dishes, dude. It's a fucking nightmare. That was the best part about living at home. I mean, you couldn't really do what you wanted to, but everything was fucking clean all the time. Well, I don't know what kind of mom you had, but I had one with OCD, who was also a hypochondriac. So, everything was fucking clean all the time. And that's probably why I want things to be clean now, but I'm too lazy to do it. So now I just, I, I, don't, I feel uncomfortable when things aren't clean, but I don't want to clean them. So that's the burden and struggle that I have right now. So I just don't get things done. You would have dinner cooked for you and the dishes would get done by someone else and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, you would argue with your parents every time you sat down to have dinner with them. Dude, I don't think... In the, in the last three years that I lived at home, I don't think we ever had a, a peaceful dinner. Just nonstop arguments. We're yelling. My dad never gave a shit about anything unless... The only thing my dad gives a fuck about is being inconvenienced. Anything else, he doesn't fucking care. Like when he would get the most mad at me throughout my childhood was when my mom would be mad at me and then would get mad at him for not being equally as mad at me. Pretty much. It was fucking hilarious. Or if it like, if I cursed at my mom and then he knew he would have to, then he knew he had to be mad at me. He was more mad that he would have to be mad at me than he was mad at me for cursing at my mom. I remember one time at dinner, I told my mom to shut the fuck up. Just the piece of shit Long Island kid I am. I told my mom to shut the fuck up and he was behind me cleaning his dish. I told her to shut the fuck up and he came up from behind me and slammed my head into the fucking dinner plate. And I looked up just watery eyed and my lip was bleeding, fucking weeping like a little bitch. And I remember I told him, I was like, I think I told him if, if you ever touch me again, I'm calling child services. And his response, it was the best, best retort he's ever had in his, in his time as a father. I said, uh, I said, the next time you touch me, I'm calling child services. And he was like, well, you better call an ambulance too, because you're going to fucking need one. And that was the greatest, the greatest dad quote of all time. Who did I think I was, dude? 
calling child services. Cool. And then they would have taken me away and would have lived in what? A fucking orphanage or some shit? God. Kids are so stupid, dude. I'm watching The Sopranos right now for the first time. And it's making me not want to have kids, man. They are... They're just fucking retarded or they're... They think they're fucking powerful. You have no power. And not because... I, uh, your parent has the power because none of us have power at any point in our fucking lives. Go ahead. Do exactly what you want to do. See how it fucking works out. You'll be living on the street in a day. I'm just, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle having kids. I'm going to be freaking out nonstop. Just cursing them out. I don't care if they're three or fucking 22. I'm also not big. I feel like I got to roid up before I have kids. I feel like I got to state. Start, I've been working out forever and I'm not, I'm not getting much bigger. This is what I am. This is what my fucking God gave me to work with. This is just, these are, this is, these are my fucking limits. Okay. I work out all the time. I'm not breaking a buck 50. So if my fucking kid gets bigger than me, which is a strong possibility by the age of fucking 17, what, what am I going to, what am I going to threaten him with? Can be able to lift me up on my neck and fucking tell me to go go in my bedroom. I might. I think I got to roid up. I got to roid up before I have kids, regardless of what the side effects are. Go bald, get acne, have my kidneys shut down when I'm fucking forty five. But what? Whatever. It's better than getting beaten up by your fucking child. I don't know if I should be having kids. My girl wants them though, so we're gonna have them. She'll, I'll just have, she'll, she'll have to deal with it all. I'll just sit down and talk shit about them on my podcast. That's, that'll be fun. Oh. What else happened through this week? I'm recording this episode a little earlier than usual because I got shit to do on Monday morning. So I haven't seen any, I got no football or anything to talk about. There was a football game on Wednesday, though. That was weird at 3.40 in the afternoon, even though it felt like a night game because the sun goes down at 2, which is just absolute horseshit. Oh, and then what was, well, I guess we could start the what was trending segment right now because this is what was trending after the game that fucking bothered me. Chris Collinsworth, the great. Chris Collinsworth, the broadcaster for the NFL, he got he was he had to issue an apology for something he said. Here, what did he say? Let's see if I can play it for you guys. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. In particular, the ladies that I met, they had really specific questions about the game. I was like, wow, you're just blown away by how strong the fans are here in this town. All right, he had to apologize for that because he pointed out especially the ladies had smart things to say. The dude was talking about how smart Steeler fans are and the questions they were asking impressed him. And he said, especially the ladies, which fucking triggered people. Like, yeah, what are you fucking, you don't think women know shit about football? No, that's not what he's saying. But it is surprising because most chicks you meet don't give a fuck about football. And that's just what it is. I've met more women who liked me less 
because of my obsession with football than women who have been into the game. That's why it's surprising when you meet one and they know all about it and they have interesting fucking things to say about it. It's not, no one is, no one's saying they're incapable of having those thoughts. It's just surprising when they do. So the fact that he had an issue and apology for stating something like that is infuriating. It's just the fact. It's just what it is. Most women don't give a fuck about football. He's not saying they can't or they're incapable of it. That's just what the societal norm is. So to fucking have a problem with that is, oh, God. All right, guys, that's it for episode number seven. Thanks so much for listening and spreading the word and rating and reviewing if you have. If you haven't done it, please do it. It boosts the algorithm or some shit and helps boost my podcast up in the ratings, the rankings. Let's get more people listening to this. Um, you know, enjoy your week and uh, don't take that vaccine. Later, everybody. Later.